Hi, I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. They say your network is your net worth, and this season we'll be meeting highly successful entrepreneurs and learning their networking secrets so that you can learn to do what they have done to build your own high worth network. It's not about taking, it's about giving first, collaboration, creating value. To be the best, hang out with the best. And now, let's meet one of those amazing people I know. Hello again, and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. And the guy we are meeting today is Divian Mystery. He is from all the way on the other side of the pond over in the UK. He is a serial entrepreneur and marketing guy for personal brands who want to grow their business using proven, time-tested strategies that work for personal brands. After starting his first business at the age of 14, he became known as the Ticket Master at university, going on to help clients achieve goals like creating six months of income within just three weeks, tripling event ticket sales within the first 24 hours, and quadrupling event registration within one month. So, yeah, Ticketmaster, good name. Uh, he, was fe- he was featured in the Leicester Mercury newspaper after raising 5,000 pounds for the Make-A-Wish Foundation at a charity event. He hosts with keynote speaker Kevin Green from the TV show The Secret Millionaire. And he's been featured in two business books, The Naked Warrior, Release the Inner Warrior, and Transform Your Life, as well as Escape the Rat Race, and currently hosts a weekly marketing show where he throws out the bro marketing and welcomes the flow marketing. I like all those concepts. So welcome to the show, Vivian. Thank you, Michael. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, yeah, great to have you here. Um, so I, I want to start with what we, we ended with there, uh, the, the bro marketing versus flow marketing. What's that mean? Well, that's a great question. So bro marketing is what a lot of people see online. So when people talk about funnels, this term I believe, and I don't know, that's a lot of fact here, right? but this is just what I believe is, um, that was t- coined by people who I would class as bro marketers. Now, I don't think they're bad people, just to be really clear, because I want to caveat everything I'm about to say. <laughs> but their way of marketing is often creating a lot of hype, and they've got their friends who promote them, and they have this little circle of people who promote them, and they do it in a way where they make you think and feel like you must buy now or the whole world is going to explode in your face and everyone's going to die and it's the end of the world if you don't buy now. And this offer will never be available ever again. But some of them then make the offer available again. What? No. What? This is crazy. Um, and, what, and, and so for me, flow marketing is about just being... Uh, it's not about it's it there's a differentiation between the the way you market and the strategies you so there's nothing i don't see anything wrong with the strategies of having people other people promote you but it's the integrity behind it and it's the way you do it so an ex- a great example i give here's the thing a lot of bro marketers will do launches where for example there's this limited period of time where you can get the product and you can't ever buy anywhere else ever again right if that was the best way to market your product, then the likes of the biggest companies in the world would be out of business tomorrow. Because when I go and buy an iPhone or an iPad, they don't have this two-week period where I can buy it and never buy it ever again. Mm-hmm. They may limit the number they release in the to, to begin with, but you can just buy it at any point in time. Now, that doesn't mean to say I get the best deal buying it in the middle of August, I might get the best deal at a particular time of the year. So there might be deals to be had. But I think the notion that my doors are closed 
until next time I launch and you can't buy anything off me until then, unless it's a genuine scarcity situation, mm -hmm. like genuinely you've got a 12 month program and you can only start at this point because it's 12 months. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we, a lot of people, bro marketers put, put this pressure where they've got this $30 product and it's only available on this page and it's never going to be available again. And, and the whole, you know, and it's like, well, actually it's a $30 online program. Let's be an integrity here. I could probably go and buy it from you if you wanted to put it on your website. You could do so and put it for a hundred, and that's okay, you know. And so, the difference is the intention behind it. The intention behind flow marketing is to market so that when the client is ready, they will come and buy. Mm. I don't think you need to cajole people into buying. Whereas often, bro marketers, and I've had these telephone calls so many times. Now it just I just get off the call when this happens is they try and figure get you in this corner and figure out your like fears and push on them fears to get you to buy. <laughs> and to me, that just doesn't work because I mean, it works. Of course it works because people buy. Yep. But the point is that for me, when I do that, I never get the right kind of client that I love to work with. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just super awkward. It's like, well, if you want to buy, just buy. If you don't, if you're not ready to buy, that's okay. Come back when you're ready. You know, like it's fine. Like let's just stay friends and come back when you're ready. So you're committed. So you're the right person, and you're at the right stage to move forward. You're really committed to the to the process. Um, and I say this because I used to be a bro marketer, and <laughs> yeah. I remember you. It's true. Um, and I remember using one of the strategies. And one day we sold someone into a mastermind group. And they kept saying to my business partner back then, they kept saying, I'm relying on you to make me successful. And that's the worst word you can ever hear from a buyer yeah. is I'm relying on you because you can only do what you can do. They've got to, unless they're, unless they, you're given a service where you are doing their marketing for them, mm -hmm. unless that's the case. In that case, it wasn't, I was coaching them. Uh, you know, we were coaching them. You can't, you, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't have this scenario where, where the person's relying on you because they've got to take the action. Yeah. It's not, it's not my business, it's your business. So yeah. that's where this concept kind of came about over the years. And I thought, you know what? I'll rather be a flow marketer, a marketer who lets people know what I'm doing on a regular basis, uh, lets them know I'm here. And when they're ready, they can go, can you help me, please? And I'll be like, yeah. Or if I'm not, if I don't have availability, yeah, but you got to wait three months because I don't have any availability right now. And yeah. well, that's yeah, okay. I I, I love that concept because basically with my network concierge program, that's that's how I sell. I barely use the word sell, but I guess people give me money. I do a thing that's called selling. Uh, but but my <laughs> yeah, my whole process is I will share with them what it is, and if they say, "Oh, I tell me more about that," and I will then tell them more, and then they say, "Oh, what's it cost?" and I tell them what it costs, and they say, "Oh, how do I sign up?" and then they sign up. And if at any point in the process they don't do that thing, they are off the channel. Because I only want to work, you know, but my, my business is making introductions to the very best people I know to my clients. So if they are not completely convinced without my help that they want to work with me, I don't want to make an introduction to somebody who meets one of my clients and they're like, oh, Michael, yeah, I guess he's okay. I don't know if I'm going to stick with him. I mean, he kind of <laughs> twisted my arm to get into this thing. But, you know, I want them to be like, oh, Michael, oh, he is the best. I love him. He sends me all the best people. And I, I was kind of forced to it with my business because... I don't want someone ever saying I'm relying on you. Just like you say, I, mm -hmm. all I can do is make introductions to them. I don't, I don't even do the, the follow up meeting. That's up to them. I want people who can do that. 
Um, and so I think I was kind of forced to do it the right way. But a lot of these 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 businesses that have courses or masterminds or whatever, they do it that way. And some of them, like you, you know, you're in integrity and you're saying, oh, I feel bad you're relying on me. And others are like, that's your problem, buddy. I got your money. Exactly. And, and, and I think this causes a problem. Like you said, it's like it's about having that integrity and, and it's about um, I don't and I, I think we're very similar in this way, Michael. I don't want someone even when I did run, I don't run a mastermind now. Like my stuff is service based now, a bit like you. But even when I did run a mastermind, I didn't want someone to go away and go, oh, that that person sold me in. They cajoled. They, they made me buy mm-hmm. and, and then leave a bad feeling about me because who are they going to tell? And then how's that going to affect myself? And, and ultimately, I want someone to understand what they're actually buying. And if they're in this place of fear, if they're in this place of feeling like they should or need to buy right now, there's no way that they can make a decision understanding what they're actually buying. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's, that's how the term flow marketing came about. It's about being in flow, it's about attracting the right people, working with the right people who understand they're going to pay an amount to invest in their business. And it's yeah. not going to, and, you know, it's not going to, and, and this is the biggest thing for me, and I'm sure it's very similar for you, but based on what you do, nobody hires me, or if they try to, I'll be very clear with them, that's not what, why you should be hiring me, but you shouldn't hire me to fix a big hole in your business. Mm-hmm. It's not what I do. I make your business better. I don't fix the big hole. So if you're hiring me based on this big hole, it's probably, you know, then you're going to feel like you paid me and you've not got value because it's hard to get out of a hole. But if you're in a good place and you want to make, get better at what you do. Okay, cool. Let's have a conversation, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and for me, that's what flow. And even if you were selling coaching or mastermind group or online courses, I think flow marketing still works better. You can still use some level of scarcity, genuine scarcity. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still use the strategies, but in a way that's fully in integrity where you're not. The biggest thing, so so let me just jump one more thing that I want to say about this, is um, where this really comes from. And I think in the last few years, I've really understood my purpose here on earth as a human being is to help people and uplift people and help them shine and help them see the, the light that's inside of every single one of us. We have this light. We have something amazing about us, something uniquely amazing about every single one of us. I don't want people to see that about themselves. But if I sell them into something based on fear, mm-hmm. they're never going to see that because they're in fear. And I don't want to add fear into the world. I want to add light into the world, love into the world, and caring for people. And, and so... There's no way that I can be in integrity with that, which is a way higher purpose than any amount of money I'm ever going to make. Yeah. Um, if I'm selling them based on fear. And if I sniff fear, I'll be like, look, don't buy from me. Go, go away and do these things and come back to me when you're in a better place. And then we'll have a conversation. I actually did that today with someone. I said to them, look, you're not in a place for me to help you. You need to go and do these things, figure this out, make some sales, actually have a profitable business, then come back to me and we'll talk. Yeah. You don't need me for that. <laughs> and that's a great run of business. And, you know, you have a lot less of those awkward conversations of the, I don't know if I can afford that this month, and I don't know how long we can keep going anymore. And But I, I'm reminded of, of uh, an event I went to, and actually I'm going to use this to segue to talking about networking a bit. Uh, yeah. I went to this event, I was telling you before we went on the air, that was it was a networking event, but they were also selling their, their coaching program mastermind thing. And one of the things they did in it was they'd throw you in the deep end. So... 
when I when I went to this event, this was early on in my my this part of my business. I didn't know a lot about joint ventures, so I didn't know what an affiliate was. I didn't know what a giveaway was. I didn't know what a launch was, and so they'd throw you into these breakout rooms to to do a thing, you know, twenty five minute breakout room. So I'd say, all right, you're going to put together a giveaway, and this is what a giveaway is. And they'd explain it for about five minutes, and then they'd throw you in a room with eighteen strangers, and you were supposed to put together a giveaway. And of course, what would happen is some of the people at that event were veterans. So they got in a room and they're like, all right, giveaway, boom, boom, boom. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And they came out and they had a giveaway and they figured out the theme was the 19 people in the room. And so they'd bring that person up and they'd say, hey, Bob, so tell us about the giveaway you built. Well, we, our giveaway is themed around uh, tall, gray-haired people. And, and so this person's talking about this and this person's talking about this, blah, 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 blah. And we're going to launch it next Tuesday. And they're like, oh, great. So how'd everyone else's giveaway go? And everyone else was like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. And then their sales pitch, and I didn't realize it at the time. I realized it in retrospect. Their sales pitch was basically, do you feel stupid? Do you feel like like business is just washing over you overwhelmed? Well, join our program, and you won't feel stupid anymore because we'll teach you all this stuff. But, And at the time, I was like, oh, I feel stupid. I want to know this. Lucky for me, I didn't have the money. But in <laughs> retrospect, I realized they basically set you up to feel like an idiot. Because they just kept firing these technical terms at you. They had a few people there who were expert enough. They weren't necessarily plants. They just knew what they were doing. And so they were just doing their thing. And you would then compare yourselves to these 10-year experts and say, oh, I wish I could be like that guy. What's what's he got that I don't? Well, 10 years of experience. So, you know, give us $10,000 and we'll, we'll catch you up to date. Um, so that that's a bit of that, that bro marketing. But at an event that was more of a networking event, and thus my segue. So... Um, so I know we met in the joint venture mastermind, which is yes. one of the, the best networking groups out there that I've found. Uh, yeah. hopefully you like it too. <laughs> Otherwise it's about to get awkward. <laughs> uh, and, and you mentioned in the notes you sent that, that you have gotten quite a bit them. of your business from networking. Yes. So talk a little about say, your experience um, networking. <clears throat> so the two revenue streams that I've really ever only had is network and they're both actually derived from networking. So they all, all of my business has always come from a source of networking. So one of the ways I do that is speaking mm -hmm. at people's events. But obviously, you can't speak at people's events unless you know people who have events to speak at. <laughs> so hence networking. And then other ways is when I'm just networking, I find people who need help. And then I, you know, they usually ask me, Hey, you're the guy who does websites. Can you help me? I've got this problem. Can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, I can help you. That's what we do. And so, uh, and even before this business, I ran a, a couple of other businesses before and it's the same thing. So one of the businesses I ran previously was a, a property business. So a real estate business, uh, like a real estate agent, if you're in America or a lettings agent, if you're in the UK. Um, and it, it was a bit more than just that. It was a, it was a specific is like a super lettings agents is the strategy. I, I coined it as a super letting agent strategy, but effectively we'd get properties and we would, we would um, monetize them properties, but how do we get them properties? Well, the best deals I ever got, the best deal I ever got was by going to a networking event. Mm -hmm. And I stood up every single month in this room of 40, 50 people. And I said, Hey, I'm Divian. And this is what I do. Let me know if you want to have a conversation. And then I had, 
regardless of if anybody came to me or not, I'd go and talk to everybody, got to know everyone in the room. And there was one person in that room who was a landlord and he would attend, but he mainly attended when I text him to go, hey, are you coming? And he would come because that was the only social event he ever did in any month. <laughs> like, and he just enjoyed being around people. And in the end, long story short, <clears throat> end up doing a deal with him that probably made us, this one property made us about just under a thousand pounds a month from this one property deal uh, for the space of five or six years that we had the deal going. Um, and I solved a problem for him. Uh, and that was probably the best deal. I'd say that was the best deal we ever did in the, in that time we were running that business. Uh, and we did many deals in that time, but it came from networking. And, and, and you know, the thing is about networking is <clears throat> It's a, I think it's one of these strategies that everybody should do. If you're in business, you should network. Like, that's it. Like, it, that should be a non-negotiable. And then everything else is, do I enjoy doing it? Yes or no? Pick one or two other things beyond that that you want to do. Social media, speaking, podcasting, whatever, right? But networking should be a strategy that you just do. Even if you don't like doing it, you should just do it because how are you going to get sales unless you know people to sell to? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, unless you've got a load of a massive wad of cash in the bank and you can afford to spend tons on driving traffic and hoping that that traffic converts into pro a profitable series of buyers, which you can do, but it takes a long time and a lot of testing to do. Mm -hmm. The lowest, the lowest, um, the lowest risk thing you can do is networking. And when you build a really good network, I was saying this to somebody earlier today, actually, here's the thing. When you build a solid networking business, you have a situation where no matter what happens, you got, there's people who got your back. Mm -hmm. So I know that if my business went bust, ton of, you know, let's say I had a ton of debt and my business went bust. I know I could probably make a handful of phone calls and within less than a week, have a role working for somebody. Yeah. I know I could do that because of my network. You know, it's it's I don't I wouldn't have to go through interviews. I just have to make a couple of phone calls and be like, hey, I'm yep. life's hard. Can you help me out? Yeah, done. Um, but going back to business, it's like a non-negotiable because ultimately, how how can you grow your business? You, you've got to find more people to sell to. Or my favorite strategy is find more people who have audiences of people or who know people who have audiences of people who have, who are your people. Mm, yep. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and that's how we met, you know, JVMM. And, mm -hmm. you know, now I'm on here and somebody might hear me talking on here and might be interested in what, what, what I, what I do. And they might not be, and that's okay too, you know, <laughs> but that's we've great. met and now I've met you and I might introduce you to people and you might introduce me to people. And then like it perpetuates and, and that's how it and, works. Yeah, and actually, I, I like the way you, you explain that because I, I have a, a concept I call ninja networking. It's a five levels of networking. And it starts in the first level is going to the event, looking for your customer. The next level is looking for introductions to your customer. The next level is looking for your partners, you know, the, your referral partners. The level above that is kind of what you were saying, which is joint ventures. That's when you start collaborating and sharing audiences and, and doing one-offs. Then, of course, the top level is affiliates where you're set up that, that uh, you – 50 100 200 partners are promoting you and you're promoting them and and it kind of systematizes that level 
Um, and and so so as you were talking, I was thinking, obviously, I'd love to talk about networking, but your business is branding and websites and and those kinds of things. So how does the the service you offer tie into helping your clients network? Great question. So one of the biggest thing challenges that I see with, especially with coaches, so we mainly work with people who are coaches, personal brand, anyone with a personal brand. And one of the biggest challenges I see, even if they're successful, right? We work with a client. We, I, I've got a client right now I'm working with. She's been in PR in California for 35 years, right? Very successful at what she does. You look at the list of clients and you're like, wow, right? You go to her website and this is the first thing I said to her. I said, can I be really honest? She's like, yep. Looks like you started yesterday. <laughs> like your website, I, I, like it literally looks like you haven't even finished building the theme. That's how bad it looks. But the logo looks great. Logo looks awesome. And and then I went through a website and I said, the thing is, like you've got so many different, like I don't know who you serve. I don't know how you serve them. I don't know how they're going to get in contact with you. You're not really building a list. You're not got a clear call to action. You're not got any of this. And this probably is somewhat representative. If that's where you're at, where your website looks a little bit of a mess, or for example, other clients I've worked with, they've got too many products. They're very successful, multi-seven figure business. They've got so many products on their website. Nobody knows which one to choose. It's the same situation in that what's happening is that website is a reflection of what's going on here. So it doesn't mean you're not successful because, you know, you, you're probably talking to me because you've got success because you're not going to pay me to build a website unless you're successful because otherwise <laughs> you guys will just go to Wix or Squarespace or do it yourself, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that because everybody starts somewhere, right? But, but you're um, not cheap is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not cheap. That's that's what I'm saying. And so the thing is, when I see a website like that, I know that there's something in there that they're, they're not seeing things clearly at mm. this moment. And so what, how that links to uh, how I help people is, yes, we build the website and we make it look friggin' awesome, right? But the key thing is I help them create clarity on who they serve, how they serve them, and what offers are the key offers that they have, what their client journey looks like. And therefore, they can take that into their networking and go, hey, I'm looking for audiences of these kinds of people. You mm. know, maybe they're at the stage where, like you said, one of your levels where, and forgive me, I can't remember which level, but the level where you connect with people who've got your audience and you might speak to their audience. So generally, the people I work with are kind of at that kind of level. They've done mm -hmm. the one-to-one -one networking to get clients, and they're at least at the level where they're looking for people who've got their people in their audience to do speaking gigs or blog posts or whatever with them. And um, at that stage, you need to get more clarity because you've started somewhere, you've done something and got to this point, and generally most of them have got to that point by doing one-on-one -on -one conversations and closing people one-on-one, -on -one. they've got to... Often there are multi-six, you know, low multi-six figure level, but to take it to the next stage, you're like, hang on a minute, I need some more clarity because how can I, it's great having the one-on-one -on -one conversations, but then when I'm going to have the one-to-many, the person whose audience I'm speaking to needs to be able to come to my website and go, yeah, that's right for my audience because it's gone past this just purely this one-on-one -on -one connection and it's gone to the one-to-many and now you don't have as much control over what people see right well you do because you, you change your website and you <laughs> control but like or you don't have much control how people interpret what they yeah. see it's got to be more automated it can't be hands-on anymore when you're dealing with an audience versus an individual 
Yeah. And so that's how it really fits in with networking is a lot of my clients, they still close clients one, you know, like you do one-on-one kind of services and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they might have group services and there's still that kind of personal touch to it, but they need to get clarity. And that's, that's actually the biggest thing that I do is I sit on a zoom call with them and we create that clarity of who are you mm. serving? What are the words we need to do? What's the offer that I need to put? How, what's the conversion mechanism all them kind of things, and then we build it. And so the building is the end product, the, the output they get. But the biggest value is in this conversation that we have of creating clarity. And then they can go out and go, I know my audience. I know where to find them. I know how to have a conversation with them. And the website reflects that as well. And, I'm, and I feel like it looks so good that it really reflects me and where I'm going. And so that quality of where I'm going as well, right? Because how people mm-hmm. perceive you is important. So that's how it kind of fits in with networking is, is we, we create that clarity for them and then build the website. I mean, if you just want a website built, we can do that as well. But most people come to me because of the combination. Yep. Or they probably think they just need a website and then you start asking the questions and they say, oh, I don't know, or it's a bit of this and kind of that. What do you think? Yeah, that's, that's definitely happened a few times. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I can I can definitely see that from a lot of people I meet at networking events that you can tell they don't have the clarity because they go into the it, anyone who who goes into a one to one room for for three or four minutes and says they didn't have enough time is because they don't have clarity because you see two you know two people like if you and I were to go into a one to one room we'd be like all right so what should we do with the other ninety seconds because I can explain <laughs> what I do in twenty thirty seconds you can probably explain what you do in twenty thirty seconds because we've got that clarity and then we're like all right yeah so what else do you do and do you have some other projects whereas the other people are like well 20 years ago I started this and then I did this and now I do that and they you know they're sharing their life story hoping you're gonna pull something out of it and uh if I imagine you probably run into that a little bit as well. Yeah a at, lot of times or you get the opposite you get some people who tell all of their backstory and then you get some people who tell you everything they want to achieve. And, and there's multiple mm-hmm. things. There's always multiple things, right? And then you also get the people who are have some level of clarity, but their 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 statement of who they serve and how they serve them is ridiculously long. So they go, I serve this set of people by doing this for them so that they can do this without that, and they're wearing red socks. And I'm like, that's a little bit too specific. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you go to a network event, you make it that specific, I mean, Red Sox are cool, but, you know, <laughs> but if you make it that specific, like, how can you, you're not referable now, because it's too, you just want to say, hey, I serve this audience by doing this. And then if that piques someone's interest, you have a conversation about that. And that kind of helps you to go, well, okay, because like, if you ask me, I go, hey, I've been websites for coaches. People go, okay, you've been websites for coaches. Cool. Yeah. Heading through websites is really simple. And then when that sparks conversation, we go, okay. Um, tell me more and then we go into the detail about more or they look at my social posts or they go onto my email list and see what I do and they see that there's more to it than literally just building a website but initially I just need to go spark that interest yeah. so that they, they they understand what I do really easily and simply and because I build websites for coaches if for example if you're a guy who knows a guy if you come across someone and, and they go I need a website and I'm a coach well, in your head, you're going to go, Divian builds websites for coaches. Let's put the two together. You know, like that's, yeah. that's how it works. Um, so 
I, I always believe also in keeping it really simple. So help people create, create clarity and then basically simplify. Yeah, that make makes sense. It, simplify the, it. the one benefit on the, the being very specific is that that might bring a specific person to mind. But that's that's more if you're talking to a large, like if you get to speak in front of 100 people, then that's where it could be, um, you know, if you say something like, I'm looking for California-based coaches um, who work in mindset. And then somebody like, oh, I know a California-based coach who works in mindset. And you know, that's the way I can make an introduction to someone I haven't even talked to. And yes. like, I'll, I'll shoot them a message in the chat and be like, oh, I know one. It's, it's this person. You want that connection? They're like, oh, yeah. Because you have to be specific enough for this. Like I had someone in an in a event I was just in who said, I'm looking to meet people in the UK and Australia. <laughs> I'm like, could you narrow that down? <laughs> people who are interested in health in the UK and Australia. And I'm like, I'm going to make zero introductions because that <laughs> sounds like you want to pitch them something. Because um, you haven't told me why. You know, like, David, I'm not going to introduce you to this person. Although you are in the UK and do fit their criteria. I'm going to spare you that introduction because it it was um, it was so vague because it include the the why and that whereas you know making you're right make if you make websites for coaches I'm looking to meet coaches who need websites okay now next time I see a crappy website I might you know might be a connection versus you know the the chiropractor looking for anyone with a spine <laughs> is the, yeah the old joke. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's the thing. Is is I do think you need some level of specificity, and that comes in the like, who do you? That's why I say who do you serve, mm-hmm. and how do you serve them? Because actually, when you go, who do you serve? If that person is going, someone in the UK, well, that's not who you don't serve. People in the UK, like maybe maybe your clients are in the UK, but you don't serve everybody in the UK. So you, like you said, it's being specific, like. Who in the UK? So now they've gone people in the health industry in the UK. Okay, great. But but they're still not specific enough. And maybe yep. some of that specificity then comes in that how you serve them. So in the health industry, I help them to, you know, um, build desks for doctors who do brain surgery. I don't know. I don't know why you do that specifically. But, you know, like that, some of it comes in the how and some of it comes in the who, but I agree. It's like the purpose of that is you've got to bring the two together. And, and when you bring the two together, clearly you become so referable. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so like someone I was speaking to recently, um, they, uh, um, trying to think of another example. So someone I was speaking to recently, um, they that one of my old business another old business partner different one he um he helps people in corporate so i'm like great how do you help people in corporate help hr to overturn the hr process but how what does that mean how do you help them what 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 makes that different to any other hr consultant in the world and there's stupid numbers of them right Mm -hmm. how does that make you different and how does that attract the right kind which kind of corporates right you know like and over time, he's kind of made that clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. And he's still delving. I still see his posts. He's no longer a business partner, but we're still friends and he's a client of mine. And that we, he's still del- still delving into it. Like he's still figuring that out. And that's okay. Sometimes it takes time. But that where I usually meet people is where they've had a number of years of success in business. And they're now kind of trying to, they've done a lot of different things. And now they're trying to go, well, 
what do I actually do now? Because I'm very multi-talented. Mm. I do a lot of different things. And how do I kind of encompass that now with where I am and who I serve now and where I want to go so that it's really clear and I'm referable? And that's the key thing. If you can say something clearly that makes you referable, so like you're a guy who knows a guy. It's so clear what mm. you do is you network. You're a, you're a super connector, right? That's it. That's what you do. And yep. so it's really clear. And so if you can get that clear and you're a networking concierge, and we had a conversation about that before this show, right? Um, before we recorded this, and you help people generally at the seven or eight figure level who don't have the time to go networking, where you charge them a fee and you go networking for them, and then you introduce them, to, you find the right people for them, and then they, they, they maybe they become JV partners, maybe they become clients, maybe they whatever, whatever they're looking for. And so, like with that, it's really clear to me how to introduce who I need if I was find someone who you'd want an introduction to. Super clear, couldn't be any clearer. And so that is a good. That's how you kind of. That's what we really help people is like making that super clear. And so now you're really referable, and I and I help people become really referable, and then make them an awesome website to go with it, so they feel yep. confident about what they do. Yeah, which is also very valuable for, you know, if I'm making that introduction, if I meet someone at an event and they're they've got they're clear and they tell me what they're looking for, and I say, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you should meet this person I know, and I send the email introduction. Probably the first thing that person's going to do is either search them on LinkedIn or search for their website or search them on LinkedIn and click on their website. And so if I make that referral and they've got no cover photo and their profile picture is their dog and their website says is you know, something.wix.com, then I might get an email back being like, who is this person again? Because, you know, what they see doesn't look of the caliber of person they want to spend their time on. Yes. Yeah. And that's and that, that's a key part as well. Yeah, I'm sure you know this from what you do as well, is um, what, 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 especially in this digital world, credibility is created in a number of different ways. Consistency, um, the way you speak about stuff, the energy you bring, but also when the number one thing I do is even when someone emails me, sometimes when I've got spare time, I go, oh, I wonder what they, let me just go to their website and have a look at what their website looks like. I'll just see, you know, a guy who knows a guy.com. Even though you've emailed me, I'll go to a guy who goes uh, who knows a guy.com and just have a look what's on your website. Even though I know what you do, I'll do it sometimes because mm -hmm. that's what people do. And when you get to that website and that website doesn't represent the quality of the service you provide, the people who are less, who are not as close to you as connections go, oh, okay, no, nah, probably not for me. And they could have been a great client. And they, mm -hmm. they're probably not people who are going to go and buy straight away, but they're probably going to, people are going to possibly buy down the line. But if they look at that website and go, oh, mm -hmm. No, I'm not sure. Okay, just maybe, you know, whatever. They won't pay attention unless there's tons of people going, you should speak to this person. But but if you don't have tons of people and your website doesn't look great, mm -hmm. then then it puts people off, right? It puts people, they go, well, what, what, what am I buying? Like, is this... And that's why I said to this um, PR person, I said to them, your website looks like you started yesterday. Yeah. And I know you didn't. You got 35 years experience. <laughs> you're blooming good at what you do and she told me about you know some of the things she's been involved with and i'm like this that's just mad like that's 
that's amazing. You were like household name type situation, right? People would know these people you worked with, but your website doesn't represent that. So let's work on that. And the first conversation we had by the end of it, we got really clear of who she serves and how she wants to serve them going forwards. There's some more clarity to be had, clarity to be had next week. But after that, we're rocking and rolling, building the website, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great, great point how that all all ties together. Uh, and then, of course, if you're doing joint ventures, you need to have good landing pages and good clarity of message and funnels and, and all the rest of the stuff. So, yeah, that's a really great, great point about how it all ties together um, in that in that big way, which is really interesting. Um, so I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know it is a little <laughs> bit later over there than it is over here. So, it is a little bit. <laughs> um, so, but before I let you go, I want to um, ask you, what is, what is your biggest networking tip? If someone's like, hey, I'm trying to get into networking, uh, Divian, what's, what's the one thing I need to do to be a better networker? Um, hands down. Um, you should hands down add way, way, way more value than you ever expect in return. If you do that, you'll build a network of people who have this, you know, there's a law of reciprocity, mm -hmm. but people will want to give back to you. Maybe some of them can, maybe some of them can't, it doesn't matter, but always give back because what will happen, you'll build such a strong network that when you actually need help, there'll be loads of people wanting to help you. Mm. and that's the key if, and it doesn't matter how you're giving just give so if through the pandemic there was somebody i know who lived alone and i'd just message her every so often going hey a business person hey you're doing okay i thought about you i just thought check in you live alone no one can come and visit you you only got your dog and you and luckily you got your dog but like just checking in do you want to jump on a zoom call that person ended up referring me to someone for and we ended up getting a fifteen thousand dollar contract out of the mm -hmm. person they referred me to and I, that wasn't the intention the intention was genuinely i'm concerned that you live alone mm -hmm. and you you haven't had a hug and i know you're someone who likes to hug and like i can't come there like i can't even come and knock on your door speak to you because you live in america and i'm all the way over here in the uk mm -hmm. so i'm just going to do what i can do just message you just you know send you some jokes whatever um, and over time, that helped her to the point where she's like, I want to refer this in to somebody. And she did. Um, but that would be my number one tip is add way more value than, than basically add tons of value. Don't expect things in return. Just mm -hmm. add the value. Don't forget to ask when you need something. Yeah. Add the value without expecting them to yes. return the value back to you. Because the value will come somewhere at some point as long as you keep adding loads of value. Yeah. I I, I love that that last one. I love the the whole thing. Um, that the giving of the expectation return is is huge, uh, but make sure people know how they can help you if they want to be referable, that kind of thing. But no, I, I've I've definitely so many experiences just like you say where I'd help someone. I, I helped a friend of mine. She was um, needed help getting a mortgage, so I connected her to someone I knew at a local credit union, and um, so I that after I made that introduction. They said, oh, yeah, we haven't talked in a while. You want to get on the phone and catch up? And then they ended up hiring me to do some coaching for them. You know, and it was like halfway through the call. I, mean, I wasn't trying to get any coaching business out of them. And it just halfway through the call, it's like, you know, you could probably help this person on our team. Yeah, do, do you do coaching around networking? I'm like, I could. And, <laughs> you know, just out of the blue. But but it, it all started because I had a friend who needed help getting a mortgage. I knew someone who did mortgages. 
I put them together because uh, if it works, one gets a house, one gets a deal. Everybody wins. And that mm-hmm. was that. I, I was even thinking about what I could get returned for it. Um, and 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 just it, it's more fun to do yeah. business that way. And it drives the thing is it drives our purpose because I truly believe, and uh, I think I said they say this earlier. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I think I said this earlier. I'm sure uh, it's getting late here. <laughs> <laughs> I duly believe we all have a purpose here on earth to to help other people. That's our real purpose. And mm-hmm. I see my purpose as helping other people shine their lights, right? And finding the goodness within them and sharing that. And everyone uniquely has something good intrinsically about them. Doesn't matter who you are. And 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 the thing is that's all of our purpose is to care for other people. Like if you take money out of the equation, I was having a conversation earlier today with somebody and they said they read this book. And if you money, the the fear of money didn't exist until money came around. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you take money out of the equation, people are a lot happier because there's this barter system. Now we have money and nothing wrong with money. But like if you are when you go back before money, you see if people live their true purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, people go from one village to another. They didn't have anything. They go, oh, could you give me some food? And they give them some food because. That's what you do. <laughs> That's it. That's how it works. Um, and so um, if you do that now, you also start to stand out. And that's what I also th- feel about, about being a flow marketer is it's about standing out and being different. It's not about making money for the sake of making money. It's about making money and serving a purpose and doing so where you're really serving other people um, and sharing that love in whatever way, checking in with them, it could be referring someone to them. It could yep. be having a look at their sales page. If you're a copywriter, I, I, sometimes I help people with their home pages and I look at them and go, oh, just change this and this and it'll do better, whatever. You know, whatever it is that you do, um, add value, yeah. add huge amounts of value. Well, well it's funny because when we first got on the call before we started recording, I said, I've heard a lot of good things about you. And, and I think you said something like, you know, where? And I said, I have no idea. Like my impression of you is, po- like I know I've heard someone has said good things. It's a general general um aura of this is a good guy but i can't remember who said it i can't remember what they said i can't remember what it was about but i'm sure it's like that is what happens when you just help people as you encounter them and it's this just open i'm gonna help you as i can and you know and i'm pretty sure that's i can't remember how you got on the how i how we ended up connecting for the show but uh i know when i when it came together i'm like oh Vivian, yeah i i've heard good things about this guy i'm glad to have him on the show but you know, so so you you just kind of built this this sense of this is a good guy who does good things, and that's something that you know, you you can't buy that you can't strategize that you could only get that by putting that good out and supporting people and there's no amount of money that'll make people talk about you that way. Yeah, and one thing I'll add to this: if you're um, this helps you no matter what stage of business you're at, but especially if you're starting out, mm-hmm. often this is all you have. So just use it, just help people, just connect people. And that is how I got started in business. I just went out and I didn't even know, this wasn't a strategy. I didn't learn it from everyone. I, I just went out and went, this, why would I not just introduce you or help you or just try and be a good, that's just in me. That's just how I operate. And now I realize it's actually a strategy, you know, but I never labeled it as a strategy because yep, yep. it's just the thing I do. And so that that was how I got started. Just help people, turn up, be consistent, help people, and then somehow i got the first deal that i ever did and and then it perpetuated you know see what i mean it's like and yep. then con- the thing is then contacts stay with you they remember you there's people who remember me from 10 years ago that if they 
rocked up in the sometimes they messaged me hey how are you doing i'm like like I can't remember who you are, but like I'm so sorry I can't remember your name. Hi, like, you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but they've had I've had an impact, you know, like you said, yep. and, and and so that is the most yeah, that's my that's the most valuable tip I can probably give yep. to networking. This is why we get along so well. We both started the same way, just yes. helping people. I, I I like to say I think it was really almost from a uh, an imposter syndrome point. I was meeting these people, you know, business owners and successful people in the local community. And I had a half-baked business idea, and I just moved to the town a few days ago. So <laughs> all I had was the connections I'd made since I got here. And I was like, do you want to meet these people? I'm sure you already know them. They're like, no, I don't know any of them. Oh, let me introduce you to them. And I just kept doing that. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's an amazing thing. And it's you've always got the connections you make. Yeah. Yes. You've indeed. always got that. Uh, and you never know at what point that's going to become useful, because connections I made 10 years ago, could be useful now you don't Absolutely. know you know so you just you just add good 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 juice into the world and 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 good things happen yep so speaking of adding some good stuff into the world i believe you have a gift you wanted to share with the listeners yes i do it is called and i'm just going to bring it up here i should have prepared this earlier <laughs> <laughs> this is quick do a song dance stall for distract them distract them um I have a guide called the 11 most effective strategies to capture more leads from your website in the next 60 days without spending more on traffic. So whether that's paid traffic or, you know, uh, speaking or networking, whatever, there's 11 ways you can improve your website to get more, more out of your current website. And so the uh, place to go to get that is 11 strategy. These are all words, 11 strategies.com forward slash knows a guy. Because that's your brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that, that link is in the uh, in the show notes, of course, as well. So, well, awesome. That does sound like a pretty useful thing to optimize. I'll probably look at that myself because my website uh, is I did it myself. Um, quant but quantity has a quality all itself. So the sixty-seven pages of my website together form something that looks like I did not start my business last week. Um, so don't go to my website, go to Divian's website, 11strategies.com slash knows a guy and get 11 strategies to get more leads without spending more money. I'm not sure I got the exact wording right, but I think I got the concept. I should uh, probably simplify it to that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, but it's been awesome having you on the show. We are definitely kindred spirits in our networking styles. Uh, and uh, that's probably why so many people say nice things about you. So Thank well you done. Michael. It's It's yeah. working. Uh, and and thank you so much for being on thank you for having me it's been wonderful this has been the guy who knows a guy podcast please be sure to follow this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i'd love to hear your feedback email me at michael at guy who knows a guy.com learn more about me and what i'm up to at guy who knows a guy.com know someone who might find this interview interesting why not share it with them and be sure to join me every Monday for the Monday update right here on the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast feed. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the Guy Who Knows a Guy, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. 
If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect. JV-Connect.com. That's JV connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.